This past week, Stonemaier Games' retail release of Wingspan wasn't met with the response that they might have hoped. Only 5,000 English copies of the game went out to game stores worldwide, with far more than that pre-ordered by nerds all over the world who did not get their copy. Though part of the story, supply and demand is not the main character. Jamie Stagmeyer's response to the public outcry is a master's class on public relations, and that's what we want to talk about this week on the Free Play Podcast. You are listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. What's up, nerds? My name is Bubba Stalkup. I am the chief community nerd here at Love Thy Nerd, and joined with me, as always, is my boy Matt Warmbier. Hootie hoo, hootie hoo, Matt is our chief outreach bro, our chief outreach nerd here at Love Thy Nerd, and also with us, as always, is our chief social media nerd, Kate Katawake. Hello. I don't Perfect. know what he said. I said woo don't... woo. What is that? Oh, I don't know. It's something oh. people say. I mm, thought it was something I that I no. was supposed to know, and I didn't no, know it. Well, I think it's from the 90s, so yeah, oh. early 2000s. I think you were baby The still. spirit of the no, 90s is alive in Portland. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't. Kate wasn't even born until 99. That's, That's not fact. true. I was born. Yeah, much don't fact check that. Young one. Guys, you are listening to the Free Play Podcast. We are one part of, I, I guess right now we're one third of the podcast network here at Love Thy Nerd. And we are joined with a couple of other podcasts. We've got Humans of Gaming with Chris and uh, Drew. And what they do is they go and they talk to all of the people that they can get their grubby little mitts on in the gaming industry. <laughs> yeah, they're twirling their mustaches. It sounds and evil. It is. Tying people to railroad tracks. Yep. Yeah, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Kate, they recently had uh, somebody that you, you uh, I don't know, requested is the right word. But Recommended? Nominated? Demanded? Like, there it Forced. is. Yeah, that's the one. Who? Tell us a little bit about that. I'm assuming you're referring to Andy Binigi. I don't. I can't remember how you say his last name. It's very complicated. But Nbege. Nbege. Like no, person. that's not it. He. Yeah, it is because the the first little part is silent. No, it's the G is silent. Did you not listen? Oh, well, I I I said what I knew. Okay, he listened and didn't remember. Whatever. Anyways, he is a employee at Ubisoft. AKA yeah, my the, favorite. I think is the marketing, marketing bro. Product, product marketing manager, something, something like that. Anyways, I heard of him and talked to him on Twitter when he was doing the Assassin's Creed podcast. A big shocker. Oh, Why was yeah. I listening to a podcast like that? I love Assassin's Creed. Doesn't sound like you. So I tweeted him and said, <laughs> I love your podcast. It's about all my favorite things. And they talked about Assassin's Creed developers on their podcast. Yeah. It was super awesome. So... He went on to say that that actually became the official Assassin's Creed podcast. Yes. Like he started and that's, it. Like that's where I found it. When I started listening to it, it was the official Assassin's Creed podcast. Late so, bloomer. Didn't get on the early board train. I know. Nope. Thing. I know. I'm not an. I'm not an OG, <laughs> but whatever. Well, so, hey, that's uh, yeah. that's something out there for you kids. Follow your dreams. And yeah, you he's super. He is super super cool. If you <laughs> haven't listened to that episode, you definitely should. He has a really interesting just life story, and that's why I, I tweeted him and said you should be on Humans of Gaming. Do the thing I want you to do. 
And if you don't and you do it, how much? I'm going to freak out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you went crazy. I, I didn't, yeah, no, no, I no. didn't say that. I, mean, I just, I was, I was normal about it. <laughs> normal freak Which out. Which could mean the it. same thing. And yeah, look, he said, sure. Out. He said, yeah. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, twist so, my arm. Great. I'll be there. Yeah, go listen to it. Definitely. Well, good job, It's Kate. a great episode. Kate, proud of it's you. A re- it's a really good episode. Be looking so. for that commission check in the mail. Yeah. Drew, sometime. where you at? Send me that. Um, I don't <laughs> even know what it is. <laughs> Them doll hairs. Yeah. Scents. Yeah, really I think it's legit doll hairs. Doll hairs yeah, and H- scents. <laughs> <laughs> we got a grocery store down here in Texas called HEB, and they give these things called buddy bucks to the kids so that they can take them to this this you know big spinning wheel. You put it in there, and then Sounds it'll tell dangerous. you how many- how many tickets you get. Um, but it's like a sticker with that number on it, and that's it. How many? So, um, anywhere from one to a hundred, maybe. Okay. So what's the end yeah. goal here? With it? Uh, you put the stickers into, the bo- into a book that they give you, uh-huh. and then what you can do is you can then redeem that for like, I don't know, money off of pencils or glue or you know school supplies and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, kind it's, of sensitive that you would bring up glue when you know that I like oh, the donkey yeah. farm. And, that's, yeah. that's so, ap- apology well, I mean, accepted. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to last week's episode of the free play, you guys are freaking missing out 100%. That is one of the most solid episodes that we have done ever. I don't what remember it. it? What? You don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that, that's we talked fair. about some stuff. Give what me a, just it? move on. I'll we'll talk about it like again probably. Oh, we said talked about the, oh, the title was hard, you're not hardcore you unless game, you game unless hardcore. You game hardcore. Let's rock. A, let's rock. Let's rock today. Yeah, the legend of the run. Hey, really let's stop beating yeah. on the bush, Kate. Let's hear about your knee. I want to get right <laughs> to it here. Yeah, Kate. Kate had a little misstep. See what I did? I don't <laughs> I know if it was a step. It was like a miss sit. Um. Okay. Yeah, what happened was right, I was. All right, Kate. Just get into it. Just tell us what happened here. Yeah. What happened is I was injured, and. Yeah, we got that part. Go on. <laughs> okay. The doctor said it's actually really common that this happens. So what happens well, was what I happened? tried. I wanted to sit on the couch <laughs> and play the switch. And I sat on the couch and my knee like popped out of the socket or something and went to the side. And it was very panic inducing and I didn't know what was going on. And Stephen was watching a YouTube video. It was very loud. So I just started. I was in shock for like three seconds and my eyes were locked on the switch when it happened. I don't. Because I was thinking, oh, no, I didn't mean to sit down. I wanted to get the switch and then sit down. Switch, Yeah, that that was the big mistake there. The doctor says that happens to a lot of people. No, he said. Well, okay, I'll get when you have your priorities all out of whack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I sat down and you could see through my like footy pajamas that my knee was not where it was supposed to be. So I was just ugly crying and making a ton of noise. And Stephen was like, (laughs) what is it? What is it? What happened? And I could not speak because (laughs) I don't know. I was in shock and it hurt really, 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 really bad. Yeah, there was a kneecap in my mouth. So (laughs) I just got your tongue. It went back in on its own. Thank goodness. And then my dog was trying to comfort me because I was like bawling, yeah. ugly crying, and she stepped on my knee. <laughs> Perfect. Thanks a lot. You didn't have to like push it back yourself. I just did it. It well, I kind of like moved, tried to move my leg a little just to see what would yeah, happen. Yeah, bad idea. And I was, kind of a bad I was idea. like, <laughs> and I t- <laughs> moved my leg what, just a tiny bit, and it went, and my knee popped back in on its own, and it really hurt. Gives me the willies. And I, it was a terrible experience. <laughs> I don't um, get the willies. I get the heebie-jeebies. 
I told Erin, and terrible. she's like, "That makes me want to puke a little bit." And I was like, ah, "Just, I'm just." It was so it. painful; it made me. me want to puke too. I've never had I anything bet. like that happen. But and then- let's not let's not bury the lead, okay? So we're so we're so <laughs> very sorry for you. Yeah. But go back and tell people again how it happened. I went what to sit the, down. What was the extenuating circumstance? Well, how were you? You were going your to legs? sit on the couch. Which, by the way, I got that couch from the Gwaltneys, so somehow they're involved in this. I just hey, don't did, know how. Did you sue them? Huh? Did you sue them? Not yet, but sounds okay, good, good to me. Were you, were you trying to like sit down like on your legs, or like were you no? Just trying to I sit sat down, down normal on the I'm couch. Just, I'm trying to like, like work normal. this out here in my head. Okay. Maybe she had been watching Animal Planet and she saw how a lot of animals oh, yeah. knees bend backwards. Mm-hmm. No, I just and sat she was down. Trying to do that normal, and it popped. Were you trying out. to kick your feet up? No, I don't I think just you sat, sat down okay. normal. I just sat down on the bending of it. Something happened. Okay. Were you trying to do something you saw on Fortnite or in a Drake video? <laughs> no, I was just sitting down. So then I went to the doctor today who I've seen this chiropractor healed me of a previous drum injury. So I trust Blessed. him. So I'm like, I'm not going to anybody Bless else up. except Dr. Romeo. Right? So Ooh, I go with there. a name like that? Romeo. Yeah, Dr. Romeo. He's like, little, little he's, Romeo? he's seen like my whole family for sports injuries but this was not a sports but, injury yeah, but not I didn't you. I didn't want to <laughs> not Kate so it was a little bit of a cringy story he was like so how did this happen and I was like I, I I sat down on the couch <laughs> I was thrown off of one of my donkeys yeah that's what you should have said I thought for sure he was going to be like you did what and he goes oh that's really common to do like a simple activity and it happens because the tension is, is that considered up. a simple even activity <laughs> I mean sitting it's, down? Simple, it's a thing people do typically every day so then he said to tell him exactly what happened so i did the whole thing including like fake crying and saying this is so i was crying like this loud because he said to to reenact it to tell him exactly so and then he's like well did you hear it pop back in i said i don't know i was crying too loud the crunch oh gosh opening crunch oh. i heard it pop out so I've, i don't know i've never had anything like this happen he's like well this is you know we're gonna do like rehab on your knee for the next two weeks and um, but I'm going to teach you some exercises and some stretches to help you, you know, with it. But it is going to be a problem that you're going to have the rest of your life. And I was like, what? What do you mean? And he's. <laughs> oh, people are like, like those knee things that like, hold your kneecap in place. Yeah. Well, he said, really... I just have to be careful. And I'm like, be Skin. careful. <laughs> he said to be careful. And I said, how am I supposed to be careful? All I did was how sit down. How can you be more careful than just sitting <laughs> down? That's my whole just, thing, man. I'm sorry. You're going to have to stand the rest of your life. So I said, can he Make just- Make sure you have a spotter every time you're going to sit. Yeah, Steven, Steven, I'm going to sit down. Is it clear? Are we all clear? Careful, careful. No, He's so I don't know. He's going to follow so, you to the bathroom So now. I just, well, I struggled with that. I almost had a repeat offense. I was so freaking scared. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. This is terrible. This, you this you thing do. Just, this thing- <laughs> You're laughing, but it was so bad. I'm ready to laugh about it now. So I was really afraid because I had to go to the bathroom so bad, but I didn't want to sit down in another place. So, go in the bathtub. <laughs> so I finally just dragged myself in there and it almost happened again. Like it was so bad. And like, which would have been worse to say to the doctor, it happened when I was trying to sit on the toilet or it happened when I was just sitting on the couch. It's about the same. Literally Are you crying? All I can think about. Are yes, you crying? literally. <laughs> Literally, all I can think about right now is like you as Michael Scott in the episode where he cooks his foot on a George Foreman grill, and then he goes to the bathroom, and he falls in, and he keeps calling for Ryan to come help him get out of the bathroom. Ryan, Steven. 
It was a real oh, fear. Man. I was seriously so scared and it hurt so bad. There were like legit tears in my eyes. I'm like, this is embarrassing. Like Bubba. Yeah. Oh man. Just Just, like I Bubba. feel your pain right and now. And then for some reason I was awake all night. I only slept like two hours. Oh, I don't yeah, know why. You were. So I, I sent a text in our group chat at like 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> I'd already because, been at work for an hour and a half at that Because point. I figured you would be at work, and I don't care if I Bubba's sleeping until I got up. I don't care about that. I just, I, it was mostly just for Matt. Yeah, you, you didn't address me at all, and I appreciate that. I didn't address either of you, but it was meant for Matt. So there was yeah. this trauma, and I'm going to get it better, I hope. Maybe my leg will be removed. I don't know. I asked him for it to be removed, and he said that would be a too much. <laughs> maybe. You won't have to worry like, when, I'm just, you, when you went to just, the bathroom anymore. It's just... Just, just honestly, I, it was really discouraging, and that's also part of the reason why I was ugly crying was because the pain and the fact that it happened, and also I'm like, really, another health thing? Are you kidding Your body's me? Falling apart. Like that's an old person injury. Do you do you still have the warranty? No, that's why. Does Steven have the warranty? Was that no, part of the dowry? Done. Are you gonna? You should wear one of those knee braces that hold your kneecap in place. Like there's well, like he said not ones. to. He said oh, not like to. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Hell yeah. He said not to. I say that. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the swelling is like not that bad it doesn't it's not like a full disagulation it's just like mm-hmm. a little bit of a of a, a of one oh, I, I meant dislocation but i slid an these, office joke in there office references are lit right now so it wasn't as bad as it could have been praise jesus but Bless up. it was still just not ideal and i called my friend who's a nurse and I said that this this thing happened. And she said, how did it happen? And she put me on speakerphone. Yeah, she did. And her husband is my coworker and the pastor of our church. And I said, I was sitting down. And all you could hear was him laugh, dying laughing. I know, right? <laughs> and he was like, you got weak ligaments, son. Get good. <laughs> like He was like that. And I'm like, what? I wasn't calling for you. Hey, Not you? only that, but like I think it, it only gets better the more you start to dissect the story. Because not only were you doing the easiest of activities, heavy air quotes, sitting, um, <laughs> but you were sitting down to play video games. I was sitting down to play the Switch and realized I forgot the Switch. So my eyes mm. connected to the Switch and I felt the pop and was like, I can't get to the Switch. Did Steven get you the Switch? No, because he could, was trying to figure out what was happening. Cause I, mean, all, I mean later. Did he get it later? No. Okay. No. I had to hobble just, over just, to get it. Just one more question then we can, we can move this thing on here. Well, Are it's you said nervous? Maybe. Are you what? are you nervous about playing the drums? I haven't played the drums in a while, so I'm no. just. Are you nervous? Answer my question here. No, but was you know it your what? Right Maybe? leg or your left leg? It was my left leg, so. Oh, you're yeah. fine. That's high hat. No. You're good to go. Yeah, I know, but I do use rough. that leg a lot for other things. Double so base, I don't know. Yeah. We'll just like walking. Yeah. Walking, sitting, standing, <clears throat> things like that. Well, so it this... seems like you're going to be playing a lot of games here. No. Just lying around. <laughs> I'm not lying around. He said to use it. So she's going to be doing a lot of uh, standing rehab. <laughs> so I was playing that Mario Rabbids game that I got, by the way, at the Ubisoft Switch sale. So uh, this $60 game I got for $20. It's pretty good. And it was like the highlight of my, well, not the highlight, actually, the low point of my evening because I was sitting there at like 3.30 in the morning when I sent that text trying to play Mario Rabbids in the dark in the living room because I couldn't sleep and I like dragged myself out and I could not beat this level and it was I'm like sorry. are you kidding me sorry for your pain yeah was it the <laughs> tutorial no it was um well, it was, it was a mid boss in the, okay. the second world i've been putting a lot of time into this the past couple of days because steven was out of town so i'm like 
Yeah, he was oh, yeah, back for the he's knee back. thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness. He was Otherwise, watching the YouTube video. Remember, try and follow the story. I'm now, sorry. Okay? He left again, okay? Otherwise, I probably would be like dead on my carpet because I wouldn't have been able to do anything. Uh, Who would have wondered? Yeah, when I didn't show up today, I'd be like, oh, are we doing it? Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, okay, right? Mario Mario Rabbids is really fun, but now it's starting to get really hard and it this level is, is not fun. Sorry. Well, I haven't... But, you're going to be fine. But it's already yeah. worth your, more than... Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, and I paid half the price. So what is that? Yeah, you're going to get a whole lot more out of Mario Rabbids than you are out of Captain Toad. Yeah, well. For sure. I don't remember the last time I played a tactics game. I'm surprised you even like this, to be honest. This Why? is like completely out. Because it, the tactics it's completely part? outside of, yeah. <laughs> I like know. It's, it's not a cake game. I was I mean, it's really. Cute. I was, like that, but. Yeah, I do like the cute Mario. I was really into that Game Boy Advance game called Advance Wars mm-hmm. a long time ago. It's pronounced uh, Super Mario Land 2. two. N- no, I'm talking about Advance Wars and Advance Wars 2 and 3. I don't think they made them. Agree to disagree. Continue. Um, So I played a lot of that. And then I got a Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics game that I really sucked at. So I don't know why I got another Tactics game, actually. Are you talking the one on GameCube? No, Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. But it's fun. What, the one on... The one on GameCube was was it called Final Fantasy Tactics? Because no, I'm thinking of a different one. It's Crystal Chronicles. Crystal Chronicles, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's one with the little, the 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 little little tiny people. I don't know if they're kids or not. Some of them are. No, it's Final Fantasy. It's not supposed to make sense. That's no. what I know. So yes, I am playing a tactics game. Everyone, really proud of you. And I've yeah. made it through the whole first world before it started to become difficult. <laughs> We'll see if I make it to the end. <laughs> I, I have put off buying that game. Um, I wanted it when it first came out. I really did. But now I'm like, I have so many other games to play that yep. I'm not really interested at the moment in playing a tactics-based game. And that's Because fine. I think that it's totally fine. board games board games scratch that itch for me in a big kind of way. Yeah. So Well, it was really $20. Every time I see it, I'm like, do I want this? Yes. Do I want to pay $60 for it? No. So when it was... 19 something how could i refuse yeah, a good pull deal trigger. i got you that's good yeah so good. well matt what have you been playing dude uh well big surprise red dead still powering through uh good i know job. no Keep horses up. died no horses died this week so Thank i mean it's, have you finished that game yet i thought um, you said you were like at the um, end no i wasn't the end I, was, I think i'm getting close to the last chapter here uh chapter <laughs> six i'm probably think well and i try not to have any, any more spoilers than i already have so um Getting close. Things are really starting to fall apart for for old Arthur. Um, he's really he's really contemplating his life. Like this is like I don't know. This is more thoughtful than I thought this game was going to go. Like he's this bad guy, and he knows he's a bad guy, but he wants to do right by people. Mm. And he's kind of his thing is like we're not good people. Talking about like him and his gang, but like we're taking advantage of those people who are who are doing good in the world. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been really good, and I'm. Looking forward to finishing it in some way, but then at the same time, not. The game is just so dang beautiful. Yeah. If you haven't played it, just just play it and enjoy okay. it. Um, what is it. that? You should, Kate. What, Bubba? What's that? What's that? The bad guy motto from Wreck It Ralph. I'm bad and that's good. I'm I'll never bad, be and good, good and that's not bad. There's <laughs> no one I'd rather be than me. That's right. That's what Arthur so says. That, yeah, just, just put that in your heart when you're playing. That's, as, that's the one. As Arthur. Uh, I also picked up Root. I think I spoke on it last week. Is that right? 
I don't know. I, don't I got remember. it. I've, I blocked since it I got off. it, I've played. You've it eight been stacking times. cats. I've been stacking cats. I've been working yeah. on stacking on the cats birds. On cats. I've been stacking the birds. It's a lot harder, <laughs> but I was able to do it. Um, it's I you can't see. stack them head to tail. You have to stack them side by side. Interesting. You have to really be thoughtful about that. We need uh, to see the photos. I, okay, I'll send them. I'll send them to you. Uh, I've played eight times since I got the game, which is quite a bit for That's a board a lot. game. I know. I have. How many played, other games have you played eight times? Nice. You know, I could actually tell you if you really yeah, want you to know. Like BG this year, that, bro. this year, or like ever. Whatever's the I, quickest. I would be ever, like ever. I, I, my, I would say maybe like Monopoly, Clue, like some of those really right, older games that you only my had. Here's my top, my top games I've played at least eight times: Root, Catch the Moon, Happy Salmon, Secret Hiller, Scythe, Clank, Suro, Dice Throne, and Gloomhaven. That's just in the past like year and a half. Wow. You've played Scythe more than eight times in the last. Year and a half. Mm-hmm. Played ten How times. How many times? Ten. Ten. Okay. Wow. Wow. Congrats. Yeah, so that's, Root that's a is, huge accomplishment. Thank you. I feel great. I feel really <laughs> great. Uh, Root has snuck into my top five. It is a really, you really, really well like done. that game. Yeah, huh? really well done. And I think this game is just about for everyone. Not you, Kate. Uh, oh. Just about for everyone. <laughs> I just don't. I don't think you. What's well, like got it. cats? It does have cats, but I think there's strategy. Oh, it's it's very like there's strategy involved, but it's very like top to bottom like this is how you do your turn um there's kind of some very little variations in there but um not really that much which is great so aaron was able we've played two games and she was able to pick it up pretty quickly about halfway through the first game she's like i got it Uh, and then last night we played and she destroyed avon and i (laughs) nice uh, you said, well, we're good. not playing this yeah, again. we're done. I burned it right then and there. Yep. Um, <laughs> made her watch. Game over much? I, yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm, we're going to talk more about that on Beard Bros. And this week? This week. And Brand then Bros. Saturday, Aaron and I are going to be doing a uh, live playthrough of Root uh, <gasps> on the group page. So look for it. Yep. On our uh, LTN official Facebook page. Yep. Which we'll still need a name of what we're going to call this thing. Like, ah, we'll figure it beards out. Beards and no beard. Fine. Beard and no beard. <laughs> uh, the not bearded lady. The beard. The beard. <laughs> beard. Beard and lady. Beard and lady. Uh, we'll. Yeah. I'm working on it. Like it's Games. like a. It's like an old tavern. Hmm. The beard. I think and lady. you should the just keep coming up with more names that are better. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> Drew gave us a bunch of really bad ones today, so I'm I he really just building did. off that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So look forward. I look forward to that, and hopefully hang out with all y'all. Not you two. Well, maybe. But well, I don't want to. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, Bubba, what have you been playing? I have been playing a ridiculous amount of Super Smash Bros. Like I feel like almost any t- any free moment that I've had has been spent playing Super Smash Bros. Maybe you'll be good enough to compete against Clausen's son. Pretty crazy. I don't think so because I'm kind of hot trash at it. Well, who's no. your main? Well, you made it sound My like main? you were good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, I can answer this question. No, I I, I'll, I made it sound like I've been playing a lot. You dry assumed bones. I was good. Dry Bones is your There's name. There's no Dry Bones in that dry game, Dry Bones is it? not even in that game. Okay. In Mario he's, Kart. Well, he's in, in, Mario he's in Kart there, but he's not a playable game. character. Sadly. Yeah. Mario Kart is my main. Um, Actually, my main is me, Sword Fighter. <laughs> yeah. And I'm... I mean, because you can customize his moveset, and so, like, it's really, really, really fun to play as him, because, like, I feel like I can do the smashes correctly, and, um, you know, all the the power moves, and dodging, and everything. I feel like it it just feels comfortable with him. He's He's an extension of your body. Uh, Yeah, he is. Me body. (laughs) 
he didn't look anything <laughs> like me, but yeah, I know he's he's extension. You don't of me like body. the uh, Wii Fit instructor? I actually just unlocked the Wii Fit instructor. <laughs> She's like pretty pretty deep in the labyrinth of um, the adventure mode, the spirit mode. Uh, but that, I mean, I've just been going through, and that that adventure mode's really fun because there's a lot of like really weird, wacky fights that make no sense and you have to make sure that you know it's this really you know it's, it's kind of like this pokemon thing where you have like a certain type is strong against another type and weak against another you know so it's it's this triangle that they have um but really figuring that out and being able to switch out your spirits and your fighters um during the adventure but you can only play fighters that you've unlocked during the adventure in the adventure mode um so if i unlocked like ryu outside of the adventure mode it doesn't matter you can't play him inside of adventure, hmm. but then you can go through and in regular Smash, you can unlock a hundred thousand more characters. Um, so it's like that, you know, a new foe has appeared, thing comes up on the screen, and then you're fighting another person after your match. And if you beat them, then you get to keep them. So, but there's eleven thousand things to unlock in that game, and it's a just freaking spaghetti spaghetti bowl of things to find and. And use, uh, but it's great because it keeps you playing over and over and over again. Even if you're just playing like basic Smash battles, like you'll you'll still get stuff over and over and over. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I, we were playing that, and um, I've also been playing. Uh, I played Milk Chocolate Catan. I like that. I want to play I, that. I sat down to play it, and then I just decided to eat it instead. <laughs> to me, it's a better version of Catan. Like wow. we talked about. Yeah, we ate, we ate a lot of it, but mm-hmm. we talked about how do we just like keep these pieces, or maybe we print them and put them on cardstock or something like that, so that we have it because it's it's a little spinner game. You play to five points and then you're done. You eat, uh, we and feast. then you, and you, you <laughs> eat. You eat the Belgium grade chocolate milk chocolate. Yeah, Ooh, where do I get it? It is not. You. It is not. It is super waxy, but it's still oh, chocolate. I thought stuff. it wasn't that bad. I thought I've had worse in my life. Bubba's a chocolate oh, snob. He is. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm a chocolateer. Thank you very <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> I think you're the chocolateer. Yeah, that is also chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I we really liked it. It was kind of actually it was a surprisingly fun game to play. Um, I crushed Anna twice because it's what I do. Um, and uh, but. You know, so if you ever get a chance, thank you to Dice Throne um, for making that available to people. And I picked up a copy when we were at Dice Throne Con, and it made it all the way from Aaron Waltman's house to my house. Technically, I won it for you. No, get out of here. (laughs) No, I. You had 15 tickets, and one (laughs) of them was probably mine. I I won one for myself, and I was like, I can't win two. This is for you. Oh, so it was a pity. No, pity win for Bubba. I, I won it. Well, I he won it. it from me. Mm. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. I did not. I did not win it from Matt. How about that? We'll just yeah. go there. That's fine. I accept. Um, but last but not least, um, I played a game called Legends of Magrith, and this is a game we're going to be talking about this next week on the podcast. So this is kind of like foreboding, um, looking looking ahead of things to come, forecasting, foreboding for a lot of fours, all of the things that are four. Just make it five. It sounds more impressive. Five Mm. shadowing. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. And so this is a game that was actually is being currently developed by a student at my church. And he, my wife had had a chance to play this, uh, two game nights ago. 
and I hadn't because I was out of town. Uh, I don't remember exactly what excuses, I was doing. But I was, oh, I was at Dice Run Con. That's what it was. Oh, um, I was getting milk chocolate catan. That's what <laughs> I was busy. Worth it. Um, and so she's like, hey, you know, Luke made this game. You need to play it. And I did. I, I totally forgot that I, I mentioned to him that I wanted to play his game. So he comes up to me after church and he's, his brother's like, hey, Luke's ready to play his game. And it was time change Sunday. Ooh, and, ooh-wee. you know, I was like, oh, man, did, is that today? And he goes, yeah, he's ready right now. Like they had told their parents that they would come pick him up later and all sorts of stuff. So we sat down and for the next two and a half hours played through his dungeon crawler. And it plays really well. I won't get into the details. We'll do that tomorrow or next week rather. Um, but it plays really well. And for a kid who's not really developed a game. How old was, is this kid? That's awesome. Give an example. He's in high age. school. Okay. Uh, Beginning of high school or later in high school? He's definitely in between the two. Um, Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Okay. No, 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 no. That's that's good enough. That's good enough. I'll tell him Kate wants. No, no, no. no, Don't say that. It's weird. Um, (laughs) Tell him Matt wants to know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Perfect. Um, But but it was cool to be able to play a game, play test a game with a kid who's hungry for making games. And so I told him, I'm like, hey, man, what if I can get you a copy of this game in your hands? Like a physical copy of your game in your hands that's not you writing on paper and doing all sorts of stuff. So that's kind of the goal of this whole thing is to to produce this game for him uh, through you know a website like Game Crafters or something like that. And that's awesome. Where I get somebody... You know, we, we have people who do like legitimate art in our church. So getting them to do that, doing the layout of the cards and the map. That and would be so cool. Yeah. So like we're going to try to encourage him and then see where that goes because it might actually be something that, you know, we we show to some of our developer friends. And if you guys are listening, you know who you are. Um, you may be getting a <laughs> call from me um, in the not too distant future to check this game out, not to take to – uh, you know, maybe uh, full production, but to offer feedback and, um, you know, help encourage him a little bit. But if you like it, then maybe we'll talk a little something, 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 something. But, uh, but anyway, so like th- those are the, the things that I've been doing and also playing a game a day with the hashtag Bubba plays a game a day. So always have plenty of things to talk about. Um, I don't know what I'm going to play tonight. I'm getting root in tomorrow so that we can uh, be sure to have played that several times before we review um, on the Beard Bros Game Show, which you can watch this Friday, which is today. If you're listening on the day that this um, mm-hmm. uh, this PDD podcast drops, drops like a fat beat at a rave. Let the beat drop. And I will say that on Saturday when Aaron and I play, we will be giving away a copy of Root. So we'll actually be giving away the copy that I'm getting, which is signed by the designer, Cole Worley. Nice. So So, I like them apples. Tune in to Beard Bros. Listen to our podcast. Get a free game on Saturday. Make it happen. Why not? Let's do it. Why not? And I'm probably going to end up buying a copy of Root. Like I'm getting this one to play so that I can review it and send it off. But then I'll buy my own copy because I'm – I'm like 200% sure I'm going to enjoy this yeah. game. So It seems like a Bubba game. Yeah, well. Bubba play the like game that, a week. <laughs> hey, speaking of giving games away, this isn't necessarily a giveaway, but we are doing a raffle for a Dice Throne bundle here at LTN. All you have to do is go to lovethynerd.com forward slash store and then click on the Dice Throne raffle button when you're on our store. It's $10 a ticket. 
and it's going to get you into the raffle for a bundle of things that is the season one champion edition signed by Nate Manny. Those are the two uh, developers of the game and Gavin, the owner of Roxley games. Also, we've got a season two legendary uh, super duper battle chest with all the heroes, the special dice, everything in one box, the whole nine yards. That's also signed by the same three guys. And we also have promo cards for Season 1 and Season 2, as well as a randomizer deck. You're also going to get two minimalist playmats. That's the really sweet flaming uh, die from Dice Throne. Um, Two playmats, not signed because I just didn't get them signed. I wanted you to experience the smell of these things when you open them up. Mm -hmm. Um, You're welcome. That's about 60% of the experience. Um, and you're also going to get a Dice Throne swag bag that has everything that we got from Dice Throne Con inside, including the now defunct $10 off coupon. But you get to at least have that. So all you have to do is spend 10 bucks and get a ticket. There's no limit to the number of tickets that you can get, but this is not a joke. We will be closing down the raffle on April the 1st. I know it's April Fool's Day. I promise you I'm not joking, but we will reveal... Just so you know, I'm serious. We'll reveal the winner on April the 2nd. So make sure you get in there and go to lovethynerd.com forward slash store. And then just click right there on the Dice Throne raffle ticket. Like I said, 10 bucks a ticket, unlimited tickets, only one winner. Uh, But we use these as, as big fundraising projects for Love Thy Nerd. Even if you're not interested in Dice Throne or anything like that, which you should be because it's actually a pretty dang good game. And they got season three coming out. It's going to be freaking dope. Um, But you're going to want to get in on this raffle if you want to help support us at all. Any, Any amount would help us a lot, but your $10 donation just even this one time really does more than you think that it does. So if you believe in us at all, please, please, please get in on this raffle um, and that'll help us out a ton. If you want to go further than the raffle and you believe in us more than $10 worth, you can join us on this journey at lovethynerd.com forward slash partner and you can give to us on a monthly basis and we would greatly appreciate that. It allows us to do this podcast, Humans of Gaming, Pull List, which we actually forgot to talk about at the beginning of the show. There's Started no talking podcast. about Kate's leg. Um, Sorry. Or whatever. <laughs> but we have that podcast. We've got Beard Bros like we talked about. And we have a bunch of other things that are just kind of waiting in the wings. Um, but we, we do need funds to get that stuff off the ground. Also, it allows us to go to the different shows and tell people that Jesus loves them and you know just do this thing that we have been called to do. And we can't do it without you. So please, please, please think and pray about going to lovethynerd.com forward slash partner and donating to us on a monthly basis. That can be $1 or $100 million. Um, I'm not going to force your hand towards the $1 if that's you're not feeling that. Um, so I think there I think there are those two options on the site, $1 and $100 million. Um, I like you it. You can choose. Choices. Um, but let's go ahead and move the show right along. This is our main topic for the show, and uh, it's we're going to be talking about the game Wingspan, but not the game per se wingspan more more the company and specifically um jamie stagmeyer who is stonemeyer games like he he is the guy who started this uh, if you've played scythe or viticulture or euphoria um or uh between two cities i think that's the one that he did between two friends um, 
Oh, between yeah, absolutely between <laughs> the red fern yeah. grows. Um, but he has tons and tons and tons of stuff that he does now. Um, but you're probably going to know him uh, the best for Scythe. That was game of the year, I think, in 2017, and it just took the world by storm. And Matt's played it 10 times in a year and a half. Um, you know, it's kind of a big deal. The Matt <laughs> Warmbeard Year Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. Oh, ooh wee. <laughs> um, but he's recently picked up and uh, published a game called Wingspan. And this game is, how you say, not the most exciting theme of a game. Uh, and how dare and you'll you? understand. I think you're downplaying it here. It's a am I? It's a game about bird watching, and I have found myself. Uh, I'm I'm a Stonemeyer champion, which means that um, I actually am kind of like an evangelist for Stonemeyer games, and I'm you know supposed to be teaching people how to play these games and getting them involved in the hobby. As far as Stonemeyer games are concerned. And I would encourage you guys to go look at that. This is the reason why I have a copy of Wingspan um, when not a whole lot of people have a copy of Wingspan. So anyway, I find myself talking about this game and trying to explain to people, yeah, you're, 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 you're bird watching, uh, but, but hold on, let me finish, you know, um, you know, kind of hedging a little bit because the game, the theme in and of itself is not very catchy. But if you see the game, like if you put eyes on it, it's beautiful. beautiful. It is. It's I like the little egg pieces gorgeous. and the yeah. cards and the paintings of the birds and the birdhouse. I've never even about played that this game. game. <laughs> Everything about it is just gorgeous. I mean, it's it's one of the most serene gaming experiences that I've had where I'm not trying to murder the other player. I'm not trying to, um, you know, we're, everybody's trying to win. There's a point system, but I'm not going out of my way to destroy you. I'm just trying to spot the best birds that I possibly can. And there's something to be said about that. And I feel like um, people all over the world have have caught on to what makes this game so great. And now <laughs> unfortunately can't get um, it yeah you, you can't you can't have this game at your house right now uh the only way that you would be able to get a copy of the game right now is if you went to a friendly local game store and it was sitting on the shelf which hold on to your butts there are only 5000 copies that are doing that right now in North America so um that's not a lot of copies 5,000 is no. not a lot. No. Think of how many people are in your in your city, your town, or whatever. Um, it, of course, not everybody's going to want to play Wingspan, and not everybody's into the hobby. But think of any convention you've ever gone to if you've ever been to a con. There are at least, I don't know, triple that many people, if not quadruple that many people at one convention, even not that not that big of a convention. I'm thinking maybe like you know, Pack South or something like that. That's it's pretty big, but it's not like super huge. But if everybody at that convention wanted a copy of of Wingspan in in the world, they couldn't get it. It's wild. Um, yeah. So, Kate, you've got it pulled up here. Um, How did you know? Because I'm looking at it. I'm just assuming that we're looking at the same okay. <laughs> same notes here. <laughs> <laughs> so, why don't you go ahead and and read? So, what happened was it. It came out, so it had a national release, um, had a worldwide release actually, and people started to understand that these games that they pre-ordered at their friendly local game store, they were not going to be able to pick up 
because the FLGS maybe only got, you know, a third or a quarter or an eighth of the copies that they thought they were going to get because the supply and the demand were so far apart. Um, so why don't you go ahead and, and, and read um, that post that you have up right now, Kate? The complaint. Yeah. So, I mean, people took to the internet because people and because the internet. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the things that somebody put on Stonemeyer Games' Facebook page. <clears throat> really disappointed with Stonemeyer Games. Just found out that so few copies of Wingspan were delivered to distributors, even after over a month of pre-orders since the initial release, that not everyone who pre-ordered their game from their friendly local game store will receive a copy of the game during the purported retail release date. Purported. In fact, from what I can tell, an entire state, Hawaii, will receive zero copies of the game. How does this happen? Is this is this really how you take care of fans of your game who go out of their way to pre-order from the local game stores that Jamie has so proudly defended? Three question marks. Really disappointed. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Mm. <clears throat> how was it? So this... It was a good reading. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I felt like I was there. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> So this is the outcry, and of course this is one person, but let me tell you real quick, that one person spoke on behalf of a lot of people who felt the same way about mm-hmm. this game. Um, that, like I said, this game that, you know, no pun intended, flew under the radar for a lot of people. When you finally saw it and or played it, you found out that it's just this fantastically beautiful engine builder that's easy to play and you want to play it again and again. It plays really quick. It, just everything about this game was great, but now you can't get your hands on it. So the internet explodes um, over a game that they didn't expect it to. Um, you know, I I don't know that that Jamie really thought it was going to have the appeal that it did. I don't I don't really think that he did. Now I don't know that he's downplaying that either. If no, he's but that's even why that. you do like a first run is just to gauge interest. And so, like, I don't the stuff that this anonymous person because their name was crossed out. The stuff mm-hmm, that this mm-hmm. person brought up is completely valid and um, like there was nothing wrong with what they were saying. I mean, if you pre-order a game and then you go to get it and it's not there, like what the heck? Where's the money? Why isn't it there? Right. So like I'm not saying that their stuff isn't valid, but also from a marketing perspective, like why would Jamie order a ridiculously huge amount to satisfy everybody when he's not even sure how it's going to go over? Like. Wouldn't you rather play it safe than sorry? I mean, even from a consumer, you got to, you know, kind of admit that at least, although it's sad that you don't get your copy unless you did get it. I think people forget that this is a business and they have to be thoughtful about how much they produce, where they put their money. Like if, I mean, if they would have put out 50, 100,000 copies, like they could all just sat there. Yeah. They have to, you know, give them away. And then people would have been complaining, why are there so many copies of this game in my game store? No one wants it. There's so well, many. So, so the, I mean, I think that as as a nerdy consumer, like that's that's really what we want though, right? Like if if 10 years down the road or right now down the road, I'm like, oh, Wingspan. Well, I'm just going to run over and, and just pick that game up because I like it. You know, I, I, I want it now. That's that's. That's the state that we live in, right? Like the microwave, you know, like we want everything right now. Even Kickstarter stuff. Like we're in the golden age of board games where we have tons and tons and tons of quality games coming out. But we don't want to wait for the quality. We want it right now. 
So if a Kickstarter goes out and it takes a long time to fulfill, we start getting really mad because, well, I've paid for it. I'm entitled. And I think that's kind of what's coming through here is a sense of entitlement that I went out of my way to pre-order at my friendly local game store. Which, um, yes, enti- entitlement a, way, a little bit, but they did pre-order. So if you take away the I went out of my way part and all that, whoever they are still pre-ordered. So doesn't that mean, doesn't that come with the expectation I will get it, get this game because I paid the money ahead of time That's coming. It? Don't have to wait a little while. Yeah, yeah which but is, I mean, you know. We, we went through this already. With the Switch, when the Switch came out, I mean, Best Buy was Best Buy and Amazon and all these places were refunding people's pre-orders. They were canceling them altogether. They weren't even saying, "Hey, we'll hold on to your pre-order and then we'll, you know, send out your Switch whenever it comes in." It was just there are not enough copies, uh, not not enough units. Sorry, um, you're done. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And the thing is, is that it doesn't happen at a friendly local game store level, right? And I think that this guy probably had a very similar conversation with his game store and then took to the internet after he was like, hey, man, look, there's probably nothing I can do about it. Um, They're just not shipping me the copies. So I I don't know. I mean, like, I I think that it's it's this weird catch 22. And but it does go back to to Stonemaier Games, goes back to Jamie and like how he's. Uh, producing these these copies and why he's making the quantities that he's making. And uh, Matt, you were saying that you had a chance to read all of those uh, replies and that list and where or Jamie actually goes through line by line this guy's comment mm-hmm. um, and he addresses all of those things very well. Oh yeah, and there is nobody, nobody, and we know quite a few people in the industry now. There's nobody quite like Jamie Stagmeyer who will address very directly, but very nicely. I guess that's that's he the best way that I can put that. He didn't tear him apart. Like I, you yeah. almost expect it. Like kind of like you know what you don't like it, don't buy the game. But he yeah. really <laughs> took the time to just explain. Like he did it with this guy's re- like his response. He also made a, a really long answer for everyone else to read. Just kind of how right. the whole supply demand works. But this, like, he really took the time to, I mean, I know he was responding to this guy, but it really felt like he was kind of reaching out to everyone be like, this is what I'm doing. This is, you know, this is the unseen circumstances. This is why this happens. So really in a way that's informative and kind and even going down in through the comments, like people are just like blown away i think by how kind he is uh one guy says you may not be expecting to earn a new fan but you just did i'm on the waiting list i'm on the waiting list notification list this game looks great yeah so just like he really he cares about the people and he was on humans of gaming uh a while back and i think you even can see it in there like he and he's very intentional about responding to social media like to his fans wherever they are um wants to like make this a personal business where you can actually reach out to the makers of these games um, and feel like they care and because he does. Yeah. And I think what really stood out about this whole situation to me where when Bo was like, maybe we should talk about that. I'm like, yeah, I, I've never even played the game, but I can relate to this because I went to school for public relations. Like that was the emphasis of my communication major. 
And to see something like this, like this is a public relations response that makes my heart so happy to see because so many people would either not respond at all to this and just be silent because they don't want to say anything and make it quote unquote worse or delete the comment or delete or the comment or, or send yeah. like a vague subtweet kind of vibe <laughs> yeah. thing out. And it's like, instead he took the situation and handled it with like grace and love and turned it into a teachable moment for everybody about games industry and said, yeah, this thing happened. I didn't guess the correct number. Here's yep. what happened into making that that a thing. And, and kind of saying there's nobody really to – there was some part, I can't find it now, where he was kind of saying who's to blame. Someone like people are looking for somebody to blame. Who's to blame? Right. It's like nobody really except for me for guessing wrong. There's no – and it's a guess. So there's that's yeah. not guaranteeing it's going to be right. So I just thought the way he did this entire statement was so just loving, I guess. Like he Yeah, just, I, I mean yeah. he didn't handle it wrong at all. Yeah, and I mean, nothing, some people, I'm sure, he did it. I couldn't hear you. Still took, it the, still took it the wrong way. Oh. Yeah I, yeah, I think that really what they're, what people are the most annoyed about is that I'm not going to get my game. Yeah. I can't go anywhere online and buy it. Like, it's it's sold out everywhere unless you have some third-party retailer or a game hawker or something like that that's yeah. that's trying to offload. And there are places, I saw posts about, you know, like like I was saying earlier, that you can walk into some FLGSs. Like there's one in Ohio that you can walk in. It's got two copies on the shelf, or at least it did a couple of days ago. You know, so it's like there are some of these shops that order games that they're just literally sitting on the shelf. Yeah. But you know, if if you can be patient and wait and just probably realize that you have other games to play right now, uh, work on your backlog if you just absolutely need to play something, or find somebody else who has the game. Yeah, I did a better. post about that earlier. You know, I was like, hey, I have a copy of the game. I'm doing my best to share that with everybody because I know that it's something that not everybody has a chance to play right now. This is a way that yep. you can literally love thy nerd. You know, somebody who doesn't have a copy of the game, let them borrow your copy or play it with them. That or, would be even better. Or go on Amazon, buy it for 130 I mean, they have two <laughs> copies. Left, one for me, one for you. <laughs> <laughs> this one. just... Made Ooh. me really happy. Just he went through every single point and and explained it, not in like a mean or condemning no, way, con- no. like no, making no, no, no. the person feel stupid, but saying, I hear what you're saying. Here's not me trying to shift the blame, but me answering the question that you're that this yeah. comment basically was asking without asking right. and just taking the blame like so many companies nowadays just don't want to admit they were wrong so they just do nothing and then it just looks worse because you just don't have that teachable moment you don't have there always some well not always a lot of times you can take something like this and you can actually find some good in it like maybe not necessarily like there were people saying oh we're i'm a fan now because of how the situation was handled and that's good public relations and he was just being honest (laughs) i mean this this is this honestly, this is why you should play Stonemaier games, not just because they're amazing and fun and very well made, but because this is the kind of customer service that you will experience with Stonemaier games. Like they are very, very into the games that they're making. Um, and the people and, who play them. Well, absolutely. 
And so Jamie, he, he acquires this product in Wingspan, which he did not develop. Um, Elizabeth Hargrave developed this game. And so he saw it and said, yes, absolutely, I want to do this. And so he believes in her enough that he is going to bat. He's not throwing her under the bus for any of this stuff. He's taking the blame. He's saying, you know what? You're right. We missed that. Stonemeyer missed that in, in pre-production and, you know, in actual production. The first run of the game has uh, mislabeled cards. It has uh, some cards that have the same bird on them when they're definitely different birds. And what he's done is he's partnered with a couple of different websites and Meeple Source being one of them to then give you the person like myself, people who already have the first version of the game, free fixed cards like he's out of pocket to do all the production on those cards to make sure it's right and you just quote unquote pre-order them from these uh third-party resellers that he is partnering with and he gives you a code for free um so that like he's covering the shipping and the production not just you know for for two people but it's like for all those five thousand copies that went out that's crazy that's really crazy that's absolutely insane but you're seeing that not just with this game, but you're seeing that spill over into this right now where he's like, okay, hey, let me let me use this as an opportunity to teach you um, about why why board games? Why yeah. why is this industry the way that it is? Why does it take, you know, X X number of months after your pre-order before you actually get the game? You know, so we'll have all of that in the show notes below um, for you to go and check out all those different threads where he literally does line by line. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. You definitely should read it. Even I loved it and I don't, I haven't played this game. I probably won't play this game. No, I think but you just will to, like this game, Kate. Oh yeah. Before you said I wouldn't and that it was too hard for me. No, I was talking about a different game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm talking about Root. I'm talking about Anyways, Root, Yeah. No, for sure, this Root. was a previous episode, so you clearly no, don't remember. I didn't listen so to it. So definitely read this, this uh, statement just because it's cool and you'll learn... Something about tabletop game distribution, which is maybe you've been like wondering all these same things. I don't know. Yeah. I learned a lot and it was really cool. So I think one of the coolest things about it is that there are other developers and industry people that are stepping up to say, no, hey, look, Jamie's doing the right thing here. Mm-hmm. Like you guys, consumers, we're, we're a crazy bunch. Um, but you need to understand that this is the best possible way that this could have gone. He could have yeah. just said, hey, babies, deal with it, okay? Yeah. There will be more games when there are more games. Promise. Yeah. You can either buy them or not buy them. Doesn't matter. This game's super popular. It's not going to be an issue for me to sell it. Like, he could have started that dumpster fire, but he didn't. Easily. He handled it with great aplomb. That's the Ooh. word. Ooh-wee. Yeah. Reaching deep for that one. Uh, but we want to know, uh, what do you think about... Wingspan in general. Um, how do you think that this was handled? Do you do you agree? Do you disagree? Let us know in the comment section below on this Facebook post um, inside the community. And we want to continue this conversation with you on social media. You can find us on uh, all of social media platforms at Love Thy Nerd. You can talk about it there. Or you can check us out at Free Play Podcast on, we're on Twitter. Um, and I don't think we have an Instagram. We do not have an Instagram. Um, what? I, I wasn't personally listening, sorry. Do. Yeah, Matt has one and I have one, but we 
the royal we do not have. So hit us up on Twitter. Has one too. Um, I have at one. Free play, well, but do you really? At Free Play Podcast. <laughs> um, and let us know how how do you think it was handled? And do you have the game? Um, are you sharing it with a bunch of fun people in your life? Well, that's going to do it for episode 44 of the Free Play Podcast. Please be sure and check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube, and really anywhere else that podcasts are found. And if you can't find us where you listen to podcasts, please do me a favor and tell me, and I'll do my best to get us on said platform. And if you're not already a part of the aforementioned Loveliner Facebook group, make it one of your life goals and just do it. As Shia LaBeouf would say, (laughs) just do it. Uh, he was almost Indiana Jones. That was that was close. Yeah. He almost said that. Dodged a bullet. Um, all you have to do is go to Facebook.com and just search for Love Thy Nerd Community. It'll show up. Got a couple questions for you to answer just to make sure you're not a robot. And uh, have a look over our community guidelines. Kind of helps you understand what it is that we're actually trying to do with that Facebook community. I feel like that gets lost a lot of times. We think that it's just memes and you know uh, fandom and all that stuff. That is a part of what we do there. Um, It's kind of an avenue. It's a mechanism for us to create unity and a place for you to feel welcome and loved and uh, to enjoy your time on the internet. So that's what the Facebook community is about. Um, And we would love, love, love to have you be there with us. Um, You can also, like we said, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LoveThyNerd on all three platforms. And be sure to follow the Free Play Podcast. Like we said, we'll plug it again at Free Play Podcast for what Kate thinks are some of the funniest high-quality content. No, I said finest and highest quality content around. Fine-newest. Yeah, fine fine you funny when-est. Um, we don't do the social media. Kate does the social media. So you won't have any of that boneheaded content that we do. But check us out on all those platforms. And if you guys have any questions, you can hit us up on those things. Once again, I'm Bubba Stalkup. I'm Matt Warmbier. Why do you do that? Yeah, what why? How am I? So, well, then what do I say? I'm Maybe Kate Kotowaki. Maybe you should go. <laughs> no, it, it's over. It's done. Like ever. It's done. Oh, man. And for our cut man, Jonathan Clausen, we'll catch you next week. And remember. Jesus loves you, nerd. You have been listening to the Free Play Podcast with Bubba Stallcup, Matt Warmbier, and Kate Katawaki, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. Be sure to rate and review the show and share on all the social media. Keep to blood of step for a bump.